Hello, hello. Welcome to day, I don't know, 75 of our bowl preview our bowl previews. It's a lot of them, man. We're in the we're we're in the weeds now, baby. And this is uh once again your bowl preview series with the one and only uh Scott and Scott. I am Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwinders.com. I am joined as always by the one and only Scott Shells, handicap over winnersandwinders.com. And together we do a show each and every day that we call Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. So make sure you check that out. 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, right there on the uh, your favorite streaming platform, be that YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, or Facebook Live. And guys, I want to announce an uh, exciting partnership that we've just entered with the buddies over at Caesar Sportsbook. You know the drill, first-time depositors, but this is a good one, Scott. First-time depositors. Uh, up to $1,001. They will match your bet, win, lose, or draw. Basically a free shot. This is a, a perfect way for new bettors who have not yet tried the app to uh, get their feet wet and uh, check out a really super deal. So here's the deal. You go to the Caesars app or you go to the online uh, website. Uh, check out the link in our show box. It is not actually in this show box. It is in our other show box of our daily show. So check it on YouTube. Open up that show box and you will find it there. Hit that link and uh, you'll be good to go. You got to put in the promo code Video Winners. Video Winners. That will set you up. You'll get your opening match bet. Once again, win, lose, or draw. They'll match you up to $1,001. And you have to check the link in the show box. Make sure the offer is valid in your state. Of course, if you don't have sports betting in your state, probably not going to be valid there. Just saying. And of course, you must be 21 to play. No toddlers. We don't want any, any toddlers or tweens in there. You must be 21 to play. So enjoy that. Uh, Scott, we have the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl here. Uh, this is a uh, kind of kind of a patchwork game as the Rutgers is filling in for Texas A&M against the Wake Forest. Demon Deacons Wake Forest is a 15-point favorite. 63 is the total. As we mentioned, A&M couldn't go because of COVID issues. Rutgers had the next uh, had the was the five and seven team with the highest APR. Scott, do you know what that is? Uh, I know it involves GPA, but something academic progress rate. Very good. That is the first criteria that programs use to decide who's going to go to the bowl game if they didn't get to six wins. I didn't know that's kind of like your tiebreaker. So, Rutgers, Scott, really smart. Are they a good football team? Not really, but they're going bowling. Yeah. So. You know that's a step in the right direction. Sure, I guess. absolutely. They uh, they, this was a uh, this was not not a great team at all. The uh, passing attack was just about non-existent. They didn't they didn't get to a buck sixty five in any of their last six games. Uh, that's that's not good. And uh, the uh, Wake Forest defense they can uh, play a little bit of they they, they they're not. A super stout unit, but they can cause some havoc in the backfield, and they can create some turnovers. And speaking of turnovers, that's what Wake Forest is going to have to avoid. Uh, Hartman, good quarterback, but they will give up some picks and some fumbles. They had a uh, uh, thirteen turnovers in their uh, in their last few games: three to three to Clemson, uh, two to North Carolina, three more in a close call they had against North Carolina State. So they have to uh, they have to play stake mistake-free football, or, or at least limit the mistakes. And uh, their defense gives up uh, over 200 yards rushing every single game. And that's what Rutgers is uh, going to want to do there, Scott. They're going to have to take the ball away, and they're going to have to run the football to stay in this game. Do they have a chance to do it? They got a shot. I'm not picking them. 
Okay. Going Wake Forest because Rutgers finished the season three, uh, finished the season five and seven. You look at the wins that they had. They beat Temple. Temple is one of the worst teams in all of Power Five schools. Beat Syracuse. Beat Delaware. So three non-bowl teams. Delaware, of course, being an FCS school. Beat Illinois. They're not very good. Beat Indiana. Two and ten overall. So they've really beaten up on some awful teams. And the seven conference losses they had, most of them, if not all of them were not close. Six of the seven losses came by at least 14 points. Translation, they should get buried by a team that is significantly better than them like they did in the regular season. Now, Wake Forest, of course, had to game plan a bit for AM, and and you have to wonder if they will be less motivated for this game because they have a significantly easier opponent on the horizon. I don't buy that because Wake Forest was on the verge of having one of the best seasons that it ever had in program history. It ended up losing in the conference title game to Pittsburgh. Game was close and the final score indicated. Hartman was kind of awful down the stretch. But the fact that everyone's playing in this game, or for the most part, everybody, Wake Forest, I thought I would have a couple of people who either opted out for the draft or transferred. Right. They did not. So they're at relatively full strength. I am just not a big fan of this Rutgers team. So even if you think Wake Forest gives it 80% effort, that's probably enough. They might score 40-something points. Rutgers, anytime they break 20, has a parade. Yeah, that's... So, give me Wake Forest. I think they'll win this game by 17. Yeah, that's pretty true. You mentioned uh, that they didn't do well against good teams, and just to extrapolate on that a little bit, uh, four times this season they faced um, a situation where they were 13-point or better dogs. Uh, three of those four games, they failed to cover the number the only time they did they did beat a 20-and-a-half-point line against Michigan, losing just by seven, which would probably probably be the highlight of their season, losing by seven to Michigan on the road. You think that was probably their best game uh, of the year? The highlight of their season would probably be uh, the phone call when they thought the season was over just to be here. You've got, you've got a call from the governor. You've got a reprieve. Well, I am going to ask, though, it, was Rutgers practicing? I'm assuming not because their season was over. I wouldn't think so. You know, no, I think it's Ferris Bueller. Like, go home. Why, why aren't you still well, here? I'm saying you took like an extra, you took probably took a couple extra week, weeks off. Yeah. Why would you be practicing when the, when it's the off season? You might be planning some recruiting trips. Right. You get a phone call saying, by the way, we got a game in a week. You think you'll be ready? Yeah, we'll be there. Like, I'm, I'm not sure Rutgers is in full, I don't want to say full game shape, but that's kind of the argument I'm making. But if, you... if you're not expecting to play another game, and you're not fully preparing mentally for a game, right? and you randomly just have one that's thrown into your pocket, it's a cool scenario. I am worried about the prep time. Well, here's my here's my question, and I would like to know the answer to this. I'm sure, I'm sure with a little bit of research we could do this. I didn't actually think about this, but here's my counter to that, Scott. If you know that you've got the top APR, and you know that COVID is raging right now in all sports... Maybe you practice. Maybe you keep your guys ready to go until this week, because you know you're first up, first up on the list. If if anybody, um, you're you're Maybe. you're first runner but up. So I don't know. I, that's a, that's a, that's a great question. I don't think it matters. I think this is a Wake Forest team that can score points in bunches. The one thing Rutgers. Can't, I'm saying, what's the magic number? If if Wake gets to thirty eight. I would, Do you think Rutgers is going to get to 24? No, I don't. No, I was going to say probably lower than that. I was going to say 31. I, I, but the Wake Forest defense, they've had their issues. So 
It's yeah. going. It's going to be the. Uh, it's going to be a battle of the of the week against the uh, of the week here as the Rutgers offense goes up against the Wake Forest defense. So let's let's give them let's give them twenty one, Scott, and that that's not a number that they have hit uh, very often this season. They scored sixty one against Temple, forty five against Delaware, and thirty eight against Indiana. That's been it. That's the la- the only times they've been over twenty points. So uh, let's give them, let's give them twenty one, and I think uh, that. Rutgers or that uh, Wake Forest, I think they put up forty in this game in their sleep. So they should, uh, just because Rutgers to go through some of the defensive numbers. Of course, Maryland's playing right now and they're playing quite well, but they gave up forty in the final game of the season. Gave up fifty-two to Wisconsin. That was a home game, by the way. You got to work uh, hard to do that. Fifty-two to Ohio State. It's not exactly a pretty, uh, let's just say, past couple of weeks. For Rutgers' defense, but I'd have to I look at that Ohio State well, game. I thought they, I think they had a gigantic halftime lead in that and called off the dogs, if I'm not mistaken. I, I could they be wrong. Did. I believe they had 40 points in the half. That sounds I right. Think. Yeah. But I do think there's going to be a bit of motivation, especially from Sam Hartman, because of the fact that last year's bowl game was an absolute mess because Hartman almost single handedly blew the game for his team. He threw four interceptions. Yeah. Yeah, they and were they cooking blew right a along. 14 point lead in the first quarter. Yep. So I do think Hartman will be motivated because he wants to bounce back, put up some huge numbers, probably probably win a bowl game MVP while he's at it. But I do think after losing last year, some players want to win a bowl game. Give me Wake Forest in a route. Total 63. And I'll take the I'll take the over as well, but I'm not happy about it. All right. I'll go the other way. Um, I think. I think Wake might score 50. I, I, I can't take an under. I get that. I, t- I totally get that. I think the defense shows up a little bit. I've, I'm thinking 45-10, 45-13, something like that. Okay. they barely staying under the, the under the total. So, All right, so there you go. Just to recap, we both got Wake Forest minus the 15 points. We, just, we, we actually looked for a reason to pick Rutgers. Just I'm rooting for Rutgers. Couldn't do it. That's a story. Just couldn't do it with that defense. And, you know, that you talk about the motivation angle. This is a Wake Forest team that's had a great season, but if they lose this one, they'll be always be known as the team that lost to the last second fill-in. So, you know, you lose to AM, there's no shame there. You still had a great season. You lose to Rutgers, that's a different story. So I think they want to win. And they didn't have the opt-outs. So right. I think that's also a good sign. Yep, absolutely true. All right, that's going to do it for our preview here of the Texas Slayer Gator Bowl. Scott and I both have Wake Forest minus the 15. I've got the under. He's got the over 63. You guys, we're just getting started for today. we got three more to go, including the two that you really want to see. So we're just about done with our uh, with our vegetables, Scott. we got one more. We got one more plate of peas to eat, and then we'll be on to dessert. You guys take care. We'll be right back around the corner with our bowl preview for bowl game number 32. Until then, you guys take care. Good luck on all of your plays.